You're listening to DraftKings Network. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on the Cooligans. This has gone completely smoothly. Uh, by the way, everyone in the chat is really entertained with the fact that it's taking me now 23 minutes to A, make this work, and B, work again. And you want to know what the issue was? I had you muted in my uh, in the in the system we're using. So I feel I, I feel like muted. I just watched my grandparents set their VCR clock. This, you know what? Ridiculous. Like. I once I once took my mother to the Apple store so that she could have her one on one class and watching her figure out she can touch anywhere on the screen and it would recognize it is very similar to probably how you felt just now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good to be with you. I'm happy you finally got this working. Okay. Well, a couple hours. So (laughs) you've I've had an absolutely insane day. You've had a very busy day so far. Uh, You just dropped an insane article. Uh, Harvey Soto says, give Polanco a raise. Okay, well, I will double his money of zero. Uh, (laughs) We're independent folks. Uh, Follow that Patreon. (laughs) Um, You've just dropped. You've had a busy day so far. Look, we're going to talk about MLS and Apple TV. Uh, let's, uh, and then we'll talk about the article that you dropped, but I know you've been getting phone calls left and right, texts left and right. I read it this morning, an absolute insane article. If you guys haven't, please go to the athletic after this show, uh, and then check it out. It's about a, uh, one of the world cup stars from the second, uh, world cup, uh, right. Cause he didn't make the yep. first squad, uh, a guy by the name of we Willie McLean, uh, Scottish born American who I guess just disappeared. What made you want to write this article? I mean, it's COVID, and I was like, I have a notebook of just sort of obscure story ideas, and that thing was getting pretty thin because we hadn't had any soccer for like a few months, you know? Um, so I told Matt Pence, former athletic writer, I said, uh, you know, let's dig into like some real archaic shit, you know, like 19, you know, and everybody like the 1930 guys are really well known because it was the first World Cup. The 1950 guys are really well known because they beat England, you know, game in our lives or whatever. 34 U.S. teams never really talked about. So we just started, go, you know, started going down the roster one by one. And we just got to Wee Willie's Wikipedia page and it literally just ended. I mean, it just said, you know, he played the 34 World Cup and then just disappeared in 1938, was never heard from again. So, I mean, if That's you have when any all the Pablo Mauer juices start to go oh, crazy. Oh yeah, I was I had I was at least like had a semi if not a full on story erection, you know what I mean? Um so <laughs> immediately immediately obviously got to work and yeah, it turned into like a two year long sort of obsession that um that still really isn't even over. I mean, like you said, you just I just got a call from one of Willie's family members sort of talking my ear off about stuff. So Bro, you you the funny thing is you didn't you didn't tell a story. You just uncovered a bunch of information. And there seems that there's still so much more. Uh, by the way, we're being told Morgan Tenza says Pablo and Alexis are a dangerous duo. I agree. I would just say switch the names. You know what I mean? Alexis and Pablo. Um, <laughs> which uh, Also, Andrew Johnson is adding something to the conversation saying, Pablo, do you want a 2003 Jetta? I feel like it's not old <laughs> enough. <laughs> you know, yeah. I feel like if it was a if it was a, a 1983, you'd be all over it. You know? What about a what about a what about a Mark One Golf first generation VW Golf good looking car? I had one. That I would that a, I would take. I had a, a 1984 Volkswagen Golf GTI, uh, and uh, Ooh, it was an absolute piece of garbage. Yeah, I towed it in. I 
I towed it in from Long Island. I was going to rebuild it with Euro bumpers and Euro lights. And I was going to put a 1.8 T in it and the whole nine. And uh, I got so far as to scraping my knuckles while trying to remove one of the 35 bolts that holds the front seat. Yeah. And I was like, I'm done with this thing. I also had a lot of fun burning all the cobwebs in it. And then I sold it. Uh, anyway, that's that's it. Look, I want to talk a little bit more about Willie McLean. You heard a little bit of a teaser about it. It's an absolute insane story. I don't know how much you can really reveal on the podcast, because I'm sure the athletic wants everyone to go to the athletic and check it out. But it is an absolute insane story. I'm going to get to that in a second. Let's talk a little bit about the news that just dropped. MLS is signing on with Apple TV plus. First impressions. I mean, first impressions is it's wild money compared to what I thought they would get. I mean, I think it's been, you're saying it'd probably be worth 250 mil a year or something like that. Um, now, Apple TV is getting every single MLS game, period, even the ones that will be broadcast by ESPN, Fox, whoever ends up with whatever small little chunk of trash linear rights that they put out there. Um, but because it's a lot the of money. Thing to note is this is a digital streaming only deal there is no linear tv for apple tv but it is all encompassing it's like every single one of their games basically you know what i mean so um it's crazy i mean i think it's good i I have like some concerns i think in reading the release um you know mls is said to be kind of like centralized in the production of this stuff which other leagues already do but i don't know what that means for this league it does that yeah i don't i don't know what that means for like some of you know mls has some decent local talent that calls games obviously there are markets like here in dc or something like dave johnson is kind of an institution i i don't know what you know it means for that that crop of guys um somebody told me just before the meeting here that um that i think mls is gonna have like six or eight or ten broadcast teams that call all the games you know so i think a lot of people probably be out of work (laughs) um you know, so those things concern me. But I mean, on the surface, man, it's like if it's relatively inexpensive, it's sort of a slam dunk. You know, if you're if you're an MLS fan, you know. Um, yeah, I didn't even think about the local packages. I mean, look, the, hopefully there's there's an opportunity for some of the local teams to at least maybe show some of those matches, maybe like those national blackout, you know, sort of uh, deals. Isn't that kind of no, still how that no works? blackouts apparently on this on this deal, man? I mean, it's literally every MLS game. Okay, well, look, there is a positive there in the sense that it's so frustrating that I can't watch NYCFC matches when I'm away from New York because my stream still counts as the in the play. It's so yeah, it's a huge positive. I think the deal is is by and large. I mean, if again, if you're an MLS consumer and your life is largely digital, like any of ours are, um, this one caught me off guard. I think it's I think it's good. I think they got way more money than I thought they would. And I think it's like a product that a lot of people already use. I mean, you're you're gonna have to pay, it's not part of Apple TV. So I mean you have to pay whatever it is, $60, $70, $80, whatever the thing ends up being for the whole season. Um so I mean, I don't know, man. I'm I'm encouraged. I just Wait, sort of hold like, on. I didn't I didn't read this. There this is not a part of Apple TV. This is a premium on top of that. Yeah. Yep. As far as I know, yeah, for sure. How? How is that? There might be a few matches that will be made available, right, to the public yeah. for free, right, each week? You would assume. I don't so. know. I have no idea. I mean, it's, look, man, you, you know, I pay for an ESPN subscription, right? I have the cable channel. I still have to pay ESPN Plus to get, you know, the, the streaming component of that. I mean, but then, but but ESPN Plus is an all-encompassing sports 
you know yeah i mean look i think the league is looking the league and apple are looking at this as like a standalone kind of like revenue generator and but i think to if say they're paying 250 million dollars a year for this they're gonna have to sell a lot of subscriptions at 50 60 70 whatever it ends up being i mean it's millions and millions of subscriptions you know i mean i don't know that that market's really there even my you know my suspicion alexis is that like um apple's made of money it's just like another product they can kind of add to their arsenal probably does them you know well uh publicity wise and you know it's sort of part of their broader broader package and maybe it's like a loss leader kind of thing for them because for that money i just don't know that they're gonna make um also maybe they're counting on messy coming though you know what i mean something like that i feel like the messy the messy thing is probably what what is inspiring a lot of this uh you would assume but okay so i'm hearing that uh, season ticket holders will get a lower, mm-hmm. lower price. DJ it's, free. it's only $4. Okay. So free if you have season tickets, which is great because yeah. I have season tickets, it's only $4, which is great. But I mean, I think people aren't considering the leap it takes for, you know, the average fan. Usually you'd want a casual fan to find the game and then maybe, you know, kind of like what they see and then become a bigger fan. It's a big leap for someone who doesn't know the product to all of a sudden pay $4. But I am seeing a lot of people in the chat are saying some of the games will be made available. A Crimson Pizza says some matches included to Apple TV uh, plus and all matches included with additional subscription. Okay, okay. So, so so Apple Plus plus subscribers will get a X number of games, just not well, like game of the week or something or like whatever the big highlight. Now, this isn't too dissimilar to app, to ESPN. Right, you that's have what I'm playing. Man. You know, yeah. it's like I'm not discouraged by this. I mean, you know, like it's um, you know, it's not a ton of money, and it's like a good product. I mean, I'm pretty happy with like everything everything I own that Apple makes. You know, so it's like I, I think I think it'll do well. We'll see, though. You know, who the knows? only thing I don't I'm like well. that Apple makes is the Apple Watch. Like, you don't have to tell me that my heart, my blood pressure is up, bro. I know it. Well, I'm eating these Doritos. Uh, okay. I, I don't have one of those, man. Exactly. I'm not <laughs> trying to have like an obesity monitor on my thing, you know. But it's the last so thing you and I need is something reminding. <laughs> it's like <laughs> there's a reason I don't walk around with a mirror in front of me. You know what I mean? Yeah, whoever called us, whoever, whoever called us a dangerous duo, is talking about heart disease. I think, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or our inability to fit in any theme park ride. Um, yeah, exactly. 250 million a year, and some I think Morgan Tenza said. Meanwhile, NWSL only gets one million. But we went up from, I believe the last deal was 90 million a year. Mm-hmm. This is um, over two, two and a half X what the it's, previous deal was. It's wild, man. And the games haven't gotten any better. So I have no idea what they're doing. It's like, also, I mean, for what? There you are know? two and a half is, look, more times more people more watching. Teams, more teams, more games. You know what I mean? Like the size of the product has grown, obviously. Like, you know, and, and again, I mean, I suspect a lot of this is probably like, um, I think some of it at least is messy related. I swear to God, you know what I mean? Like, cause that's going to be the biggest thing that's ever happened in the league period. I'm sorry. And, um, and you know, no, I'm sure. It yeah, exactly. So it's like, I'm sure that was a selling point of this too, you know? So I don't know. Tommy Mac alone can't sell subscriptions, unfortunately. So, you know, he's close enough, but yeah. you know, if only there was like seven Tommy Macs, then I think you'd be good. Uh, is yeah. this something that would be good for the Canadian premier league though? <laughs> says Aaron Hooper. I, you know what? I've enjoyed the uh, Canadian Premier League matches that I've watched. Um, I'm wondering, looking down the line, because uh, a 10 year deal is pretty aggressive. That also covers ML. They're also going to get the supposed World Cup bump. 
after the World Cup is in Canada, U.S. and Mexico. Uh, I mean, this is a big I wonder what these deals and in, in your time covering the sport. Is this something where, you know, they just put out an RFP or is this something where MLS might have approached Apple and had to sell its product? Or is it the yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see that. I'm sure that story will emerge in the next day or two. I know at the athletic, we have a couple people working on it right now, but, um, but no, I mean, MLS has actively shopped its rights for the past like year or two. When they talked to everybody from Amazon, all the national broadcasters, I, I know factually that they talked to ESPN, um, that ESPN made them an offer that was actually less than what they paid last go around for the streaming package and of you know whatever x number of linear games a year so that didn't get anywhere um you know so I, I i don't know i mean like obviously mls has been aggressive about this it's like one of their along with expansion fees it's their primary like source of income you know league-wide is the media rights dealers you know so so no i mean it's i would be very surprised if apple approached mls <laughs> you yeah. know doesn't mean that it wasn't like good business. Uh, you know, I mean, like, I think normally it's, I just, but I don't think MLS is like on anybody's prom date list in that way. You know what I mean? Like, they're not yeah. getting courted, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't, they weren't so. being chased. There was the other way around. And I like when Nicole Hack said, uh, she says, the bummer is not being able to walk into a bar and having them turn on the game without them having Apple TV. Plus. So yeah. great. You know, also, it's hard enough to get them to turn on a game on television at this point. Tell me about it. They always I mean, have the ultimate, like the TV. most. It was like the most embarrassing thing you could possibly do as a human being is walk into a bar and be like, hey, turn this Houston Dynamo game on. Whatever yeah. it is. Uh, I really I mean? need like, to see the Houston Dynamo versus the Vancouver Whitecaps. Is yeah, there a possibility? Exactly. Uh, you could turn that on here in New York. I do think also, can we get to the point as for anyone who owns a bar and is listening? Can we just get to the point where I could cast it from my phone? Yeah. How have we not gotten to that point yet? As opposed to your, your bartender who's ill-equipped to find the channel, just constantly scrolling through the guy. Yeah, but this, this coming from a man who tried to start a stream for 30 minutes. I'm not Look, sure I'd really, I'd really I trust you. This, if I could cast bar. this for my phone. By the way, for everyone listening to this as a podcast, doesn't know that, okay? So yeah, <laughs> maybe don't help me. You know what I mean? Look, you can see me. You can hear me. I can yeah. see you and hear you. They can see you hear both of us. The <laughs> fact that it only took 23 minutes is, might I add, impressive if you're grading me on a curve. Right, um, no, it's all good. If Cafe, if Cafe Olympico in Montreal was showing zone and one soccer with Canadian Premier League on screens when I walk in, I'm also sure places can get this. Yeah, Canada yeah. different, though. Try to, convince, try to convince someone in Kansas City to put out. Well, maybe they actually support their team. Yeah, try to. Houston is probably a big one. Try to convince someone in Houston to put it on. You might have trouble. Uh, I use my personal logins at the brewery I work in. And stream them at the projector in the back for people, says Bailey Brown. Yeah, but oh my god, you have call the FBI. Call the FBI. <laughs> Keep doing that. Bailey Brown is a legend, though. Also, yeah, that is technically illegal. Yeah, uh, haven't you like did you grow up being traumatized by like I used to watch major league baseball games? There was always that dis- disclaimer that made it sound like they were gonna call the FBI on you. You They're know, like what? this broadcast without the express written consent of major league baseball, you can't reproduce this, you know. That was like an early terrorized oh, you know, I, was just saying, I remember that 
It's like trying to like record Red Sox games on my VCR. <laughs> I thought there was going to be a SWAT team busting through the door at any moment. You know, like LK LK Chug says Alexis is the bartender in his story. I'm the one who can't find the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the phone with Christian. I'm like, I know you don't work at this bar, but can you just tell me? Uh, my nothing as a, as as a as a young man, nothing made me a, more rock hard than watching a bootleg movie that had a do not bootleg this movie alert at the beginning. Dude, it felt like you were breaking the law twice. It was so amazing. Yeah. Uh, shouts to everybody who watched. Uh, what are they called? They used to be called shit cams. Remember that? Someone would bring a camcorder into the uh, movie. Oh, Someone yeah. I never got into that. No. Yeah. Oh, dude, well, I mean, I would download them like early, early days of like, you know, Kazaa or like Napster or whatever. You'd get like who like movies and they very clearly would be like from a camcorder. Yeah. Know? Someone Not would get up and go to the bathroom like, in the middle of yeah, the movie. Exactly. Like, right. Come on. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think the Fire My Pay streaming services at their partner bars could be wrong, though, says Nicole Hack. Yeah. See, we got some real like MLS like heads in well, bro. Like what Nicole just said, I'll put that to you right now. And it would be like whatever MLS team is not doing that. That is a massive failure. What does that cost you? Each bar is probably a couple hundred bucks, whatever it is. I don't know what the commercial sort of licensing fee for that is. But like if MLS teams aren't spending the twenty five hundred dollars, whatever it ends up being for like their, you know, 10, 15 partner bars, those that have those to stream the games. That's just ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like be like malpractice. So hopefully people are doing that, you know. It's a great it's idea. I didn't know that there was a different price. I do know in England, if you're watching a game at a bar, there's like a little pint in the corner of the of the like a little sort of see through pint. And yeah. I asked once, I go, what does that mean? And they're like, if a, if like a whatever, an inspector kind yeah. of person walked in and they saw the game on and it didn't have that little pint, they knew you didn't pay the business price. Yeah, I mean, I don't. It. I don't think you can just legally stream like a normal ass streaming service at a bar for public consumption, but I could be wrong. And I'm sure there's plenty of places that are doing it. I don't think there's like, the, I don't think the MLS police are out there yet, you know, like knocking on doors. Like Dan Cordemont just walks in with it. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you know, yeah. Don, I found it. I'm at the pug in Washington, DC, and they're streaming the, they're streaming we, the whatever, you know. We fucking got him. Yeah, exactly right. Like, uh, I would love to see Dan Cordemont and, uh, uh don garber is a buddy cop movie uh somehow somehow we need to see that uh also here's what i said to the guy who owned the bar i go you know what you could do you could just go to a printing shop and have them print out a little pint in the transparency and just put it up (laughs) and the guy looked at me like i could just pay the fee i go but if you didn't want to i just figured out yeah but then it's like that if they come in and they find you doing that it becomes like a felony or something really i mean like you can't even play stupid you gotta you know what i mean like no i could say like oh the last bartender did that and we fired him all right there you go (laughs) thought about this way too much what are you gonna do no no no. i'm just really good at this part of it (laughs) i'm just really good at getting out of the uh the situation uh most of my streaming services my entire like visual life has been set up by like the logins of ex-girlfriends you know what i mean like so you any of my subscriptions could could be canceled at any moment because I don't pay for any of that. <laughs> so, so if you, you know. if you like if you put on like HBO Max and it doesn't work, you'd be like, I wonder what Stacy's doing. <laughs> yeah, or you could just be like, oh, cool, like Jen watched you know The Wire or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 I don't know. <laughs> like, you know I actually my or, HBO Max is my old neighbor's wife's account that she gave us, and for some reason it's just stayed on. It's like saved on my phone, and. Even though I have it, I just have never changed the set. So every once in a while, I'll be like, oh, 
You know, she's watching, uh, you know, uh, Kirby Enthusiasm again. I should I should reach out to my old neighbors and see how they're doing from across yeah, the hall. Yeah, no, it's, it's like the, the last vestige of like uh, early 30s male irresponsible or late 20s male irresponsibility. I can't like go of like the ma- my mattress is no longer on the floor. I'm proud to report, uh, which is a that's a step. Wait, what's it on know? the milk crates, or did you get like a box? <laughs> no, it's it's on an. I went I went directly from my late twenties to my elder life. I have an adjustable bed frame, right? Oh wow, with sleep number right. joint. Uh, no, it's not sleep number, but it does like if you snore, it'll like tilt the thing up a little bit automatically to like keep you, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's an iBed type of deal, you know. Um, but the subscriptions, man, I'm not paying for them. I don't know why. Because they're like four dollars, and I go to a bar and just drop like sixty dollars in a bar tab, like it's nothing. But I'm like, man, I can't do SPM Plus. I can't do yeah, 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 X, Y, Z thing. And they're like, Carlos it's Slim. Carlos Slim says next step for you sleeves. <laughs> Fuck you, Carlos. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Yo, Carlos, <laughs> yeah. just dig deep with that one. Yeah, Yo, it comes yeah. with your season ticket membership. Says Lex. No, no, no we've covered that. Uh, it's a, a, exciting news all around. Two hundred fifty million. My biggest fear for something like this is that that step that it takes to gain fandom or, or fans is someone casually. I it takes me back to I went to a pub in uh, in New York called uh, Blondie's, famous for their wings on West 79th Street. They also have it was two rooms and it was literally filled with TVs and they all had numbers underneath them and they had this big big media board that they could switch. So every NFL weekend on on Sundays. People would get reservations. They'd be there three hours in advance. And it'd be like, all right, if you're a Cleveland Browns fan, watch TV number 58. If you're uh, you know, a Chargers fan, watch TV number 72. And you would see fans of all different games all crowded around this bar, all watching their respective TV. It was a lot of fun. Uh, there was one tiny TV over by that media board that they sometimes use as a monitor to make sure the channels worked. I walk in. Arsenal is playing. It's at night. There's not that many people in there, but it's also a Northwest bar. So there's a lot of people in there that had just finished watching the Northwestern game. Uh, and uh, I asked, yo, can you put on the Arsenal versus Reading? At that time, I believe it was the Carlin Cup uh, match. Uh, I don't know if it was Carabao Cup yet. And they were like, yeah, sure. There was not that many people in there, and they still put me on that little TV. So I'm watching on the little TV. Two or three seats away from me is a guy who was a Barcelona fan who was like, hey, can you put that game in front of my TV as well? So he switches it to the two TV. So now I can watch on a bigger TV before you know it. This is like that famous seven, five match that went to like two extra times. But by the end of the match, the whole bar is watching people were coming in, realizing people watching. They're like, who are we rooting for? And they'd all be like, who's that guy? Like, again, I'm like the red team. And they're like, everybody starts watching the red team. It's absolute bananas. Theo Walcott's going back and forth at the end of the match. People are going absolutely insane. I'm going nuts. I'm late for dinner with my wife. The guy, one of the big guys who was like, the alpha of his group looked over at me and goes, Hey man, is every Arsenal match like this? And I just look at him and go, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I walk away. I hope that man now is still an Arsenal fan going, what the hell is going on? Bro, here's uh here's something I missed. I don't think it's in release, but uh, Doug, Doug Roberson, the, from the Atlanta journal constitution just tweeted starting in 2023, every MLS midweek game will be played on Wednesday and every weekend game will be on Saturday night. And there will be a whip around show. And I'm not going to front the whip around show really speaks to me. Like, I don't, you know, if you saw football, Americas did with the open cup, I mean, something like that is just like kind of the ideal way to consume this content. It's like a red zone for everyone. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the MLS one one will be called or whatever, but I, I, I like that idea, you know, and I like the standardization of the scheduling for sure. You know, like, 
Because I genuinely just never know when anybody's playing at this point. So. Did they say Saturday night or just Saturday? Saturday night. Ugh. Yeah. As a comic, that hurts. Every week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, oh, no. you mean I, the biggest pay night? Great. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks well, it should be a pretty easy choice for you then, man. I mean, you know. Oh, like, God. Um, been doing a lot of late sets at this yeah, point. For, yeah. for I'll be there at midnight. Hello? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, maybe that's it can't be there's got to be some noon starts maybe maybe they just realize that any of us who watch mls have no social life that's got to be just, it. you know what i mean you're like well, look this we're, let's fully acknowledge that all these people are losers and <laughs> you'll spend your weekend nights with us anyways yeah don't act like you have something to do um you know we if own you, you live now. if you live underground you get it for two bucks a month which yeah, is kind of exactly. cool right there's specials cool. you know like I, I know things are tight you know you're living with your mom in the basement <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. special basement discount one dollar fifty cents i know? heard i heard that if you show a receipt of you uh buying a bed frame they'll give you it for free just because they're proud of you it's like proud of the growth but Don Garber will send you a cameo style thing that says, this is great growth. I know a thing or two about growing the league. This is great personal growth for you. Congratulations on your bed frame, Pablo. And uh, have a nice day. <laughs> Pablo would be amazing. Nicole Heck says, no social life. Speaking for yourself. You know what it is? It's those of us who love MLS are now going to find ourselves out at, at something dope, staring at our phones. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to be at a comedy club being like, can can the guy in front of me stretch for five minutes? <laughs> because we're about to go to penalties. You know what I mean? Something important like that. I wonder. I'm going to like- reveal something on the show right now that only one person in the entire world knows. All right. I was uh, driving to a DC United game once with Seth Bertelny, who now runs uh, Pro Soccer Wire, USA Today's new soccer vertical. And we were, you know, I just had my phone on the center console and it was streaming mls game i wasn't really watching it he was watching it it was on the bluetooth so i could hear it right so i'm in this it's like 85 corvette i'm driving down franklin road northeast in dc and all of a sudden i don't remember what game was all of a sudden stuff like kind of dramatic happens i look down at the tv for a second or the the my iphone for a second i look back up and i get on my brakes and just i just i rear-ended somebody at like three miles per hour oh basically my, God. my car goes under their car this woman gets out of her car she's 14 years old has no driver's license and has like two kids just unbuckled in the back seat right like and i'm just like this, <laughs> this is the car you just rear-ended uh-huh yep yeah <laughs> so it was lucky for me in a way and that a everybody was fine it was a pretty low speed thing my car was effed up because it's a made of fiberglass and all you know close to the ground but um she was totally fine and it was good for me because she also was just like i'm gonna leave before the cops get here yeah. <laughs> so there was no exchange of insurance paperwork or anything like that but i can honestly say that yes i did i did like rear end of uh you know like uh the car of a 14 year old woman and her two children because i was like glancing at mls highlights on my phone in the car which by the way no judge would believe yeah, yeah like, exactly. watching nobody porn. watches that. Yeah, Come you on. were watching porn, you pervert. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tell the right. truth. Uh, yeah, MLS might asking, be more embarrassing. I don't know. You, <laughs> know. you are asking, how is this different? Uh, Sebastian says, how is this different than ESPN Plus? I think, well, from everything we've heard now, it seems like they're going to do a lot more shoulder programming attached to it, which is huge. And that's a big part. 
you know, one of the things that's most frustrating about an MLS match is the final whistle blows and they're like, what a great game. You know, that was a three, two stunner. Goodbye, everybody. And you're like, what? And now all of a sudden starts the repeat of a soap opera or something. Yeah, Columbo or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You hear the mash theme and you're like, what the hell is going on? I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still hyped. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's I mean, no I, I, I don't know. That's always me. that's always the thing, though, is they're always like there's going to be a coach's show at X, Y and Z thing. I mean, here in DC, here in D.C., D.C. United said this for a decade, like every time they renew the rights deal it's like there's going to be all these other shows it never happens i don't know how much fans care i think um i mean a big difference obviously is a centralized production i mean all these games are going to be produced from the same place by the same you know five six whatever you know um commentary teams i mean i think there's a huge opportunity for the league to like standardize its product in a good way i think man if you look at local the local mls broadcasts i don't think it's it's even remotely controversial to say this they they vary wildly in quality right yeah for sure like, for example and i'm not just saying this because you're an nycfc stan great local team great production quality right it's like you know i know dude whatever anyways like um yeah get that money anyways like you know but you, you go to, you to the market <laughs> yeah you get to go to see you know dc is like kind of the middle somewhere a decent quality but they could definitely invest more and then there's some local almost broadcasts that are just honestly embarrassingly bad and though the numbers are never released publicly i can tell you this much man there are, there are mls markets where those numbers for mls games are in the low tens of thousands i'm talking like 15 to twenty thousand viewers right so i mean like it just this does make sense you know if they can standardize a product and make it better it makes sense So I agree with you in the sense that, yeah, it will make look having a unified front as far as what the production of it looks like. Is is that a good idea? Of course. You know, I want to give a shout out to um, I don't know who does it with her. Jordan Angeli and uh, some other person does the Columbus crew. They put in incredible work for the Columbus crew matches. It looks incredible. It looks super high quality. I'm not going to name other names. I've been in markets where I'm watching and I'm like, are they even trying to? This is yeah, like, this sure. uh, this uh, this looks like an intern put on the additional shirts and ties for someone else. Like none of the clothes don't even fit right. They don't know what they're doing. Orlando, I think, does an incredible job. Orlando City, I've seen some of their stuff. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it will be good to to, to sort of you know equalize it across the board, and make it look good. But how does this help other people watch it? That's my biggest concern as an MLS. It's just I, I don't know how like look I don't know how many how much value there is in like. What the other thing you're describing here, the sort of like flipping through the channels, the games on, you start watching it, you're like, huh? Like, I'm gonna tell you something. Like, that is an unquantifiable thing, and I think, um, in the same way, there's inconsistency amongst MLS's broadcast teams. There's wild inconsistency in the quality of play between these teams. And I mean, they fear a local. I mean, I just don't know that that a huge driver for new fans in MLS right now is like. Um, the casual viewer. Now you might get people um, that are like EPL fans or like, you know, they support other leagues globally. They're like, Oh, you know, maybe I'll watch an MLS game. Right. Or maybe I'll go to one. Like, yeah, you might lose them if they don't have an Apple plus subscription, you know, cause I, but, but I don't know. I mean, it's just like, I'm sure, like, I'm sure MLS has done the market research on all this, but I've always, I've always been of the opinion that like the just happened to be flipping through the channels kind of viewer is like probably at this point, kind of a dinosaur sort of like way of thinking, you know? And it's not to me, the idea of let's just flip through the channels. I think more importantly than that is, you know, someone who is casually starting to get interested in the league and then decides now I'm going to give it a look 
And now there's all of a sudden a pay barrier. I mean, we're starting yeah. to see that maybe that isn't the case that they could watch. I mean, I, w- I will say you're right about that. It's like when you have this little spark of interest, all it right. takes is the smallest obstacle to keep you from like getting into it. You, you know, know how many so- times I've had friends that have worked incredibly hard on a piece of something, whether it's like a film or an article or something, and they'll send it to me and say, hey, like I'm in a contest. You know, can you can you click on this link and upvote it? And I do. And it's like, in order to register your vote, you have to give me your email. And I'm like, you know what, buddy, you're going to lose this one. Uh, you know, <laughs> if you lose it by one, it was because I didn't want to give these people my email. You know, I don't <laughs> yeah, want, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, and I hate that. By the way, if you're Look, I mean, we go through this at the athletic, like, we go through this at the athletic. I just I literally just published a story that was two years of work, thousands of miles traveled. The, the, the outlet realistically invested thousands of dollars in my reporting. And some Bama out there is not going to read it because they're like, they're allergic to the idea of setting up a free trial and canceling it potentially. Right. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, that's all it takes. I mean, I, I could be like, I, I solved a missing persons case and someone could just be like, I want to give you my email address. Yeah. <laughs> Forget that. Yeah. You, know I mean? like, you want to hear, you want to hear why I didn't uh, read a bunch of uh, athletic articles after paying sure. for it. We have a, we have a Cooligans account. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I should tell you that because two of us are reading it. Um, uh, but anytime I comment on something, it says Christian P. So, you know, what? Oh, well, you, got a, you got a weapon. You got a weapon. I, I said whatever the hell I want. It's not going to affect me. You know, can't <laughs> you get arrested at the that. airport when he comes back from his honeymoon. Not my fault. You know, let's get, let's get uh, this dude canceled in the, in the comments <laughs> from the athletic. You know, like. Let's go in the comment yeah. section. Uh, yeah. But one of the reasons I used to not read any of it was because if you clicked on the link, on Twitter, it would send you to the Twitter browser. And then if you clicked on that, it would send you to the app download. But it was one of the most frustrating things. I And for months, I didn't read any athletic article. I was like, yo, fuck this. I'm not clicking on it until someone told me, no, they fixed it. Yeah, that was like the number one annoying thing. I mean, it was when, when I tell you there, there were like writers at the company, like I was in some Slack channel like once a month, just like, this this is ridiculous kind of thing, you know what I mean? So it was a good day when they fixed that. Because again, if you set up any obstacle or any, because everybody's so privileged at this point, that one tiny inconvenience, it's like World War Three or something like that, you know what I mean? To like Bro, press the open and app button. Like, I'm one of those you know. people. And it was funny too, uh, rest in peace to uh, Daryl Grove. He emailed, he, he texted me after I, I tweeted how frustrating it was. And he was like, you know, if you log in again, in the browser, in Twitter, it goes away. And I'm like, do you have any idea what you just asked me to do? Remember a password? <laughs> no, yeah, thank yeah. you. It's ridiculous. No, thank you. Yeah. We got a lot of great comments in the chat. Crimson Pizza said, it's probably, I'm probably the best case scenario. I follow Arsenal and have wanted to get into MLS more, but it's kind of a pain as a cord cutter. I already have Apple TV Plus, and this will be much easier. So there's a positive for the reverse that we've talked about, which probably leads to, uh, you know, a point for your side, uh, Pablo, when you mentioned they've probably done the research to say there's probably more people with Apple TV plus especially yeah. since you get it for free for a year when you buy any Apple product, really. Uh, there's probably more people with that than than there are flipping through ESPN casually on a Saturday night. So I mean, dude, I, I I hope there's an element of shoulder programming here that like I've been I've told DC United's leadership this many times, like some team needs to do a drive to survive type thing. But I mean, like a legit one, like all access kind of deal, um, you know, like that, I think, is one of the things that would make MLS much more relevant. Like, look what it did for F1 in the U.S. Like, I watched F1 since I was like eight. Right. But right. I mean, people only recently in this country have started caring genuinely about it. And it's yeah. it, a lot I, of it's I, because I of that Netflix shit, bro. Like, so so some MLS team needs to, like, get over their paranoia about 
whatever negative stuff they think is going to be out there and just surrender to some producer and say, fine, let's do this whole season, you know, like top to bottom. I mean, look at all these ones that the Euro clubs are doing over there. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. Maybe you can see something like that. Apple. Maybe it's a reality show. I don't know. Maybe it's like America's next talking. top midfielder, whatever it would be, you know, like just, there should you know. be a, there should be a reality show to get the best player without a contract, the contract. You know what I mean? I mean, that was like, that sort of existed with that Swenyo MLS thing. Right? Yeah, Swenyo yeah MLS. but I mean, it wasn't, nobody watched it. And I don't even think it was on TV, but like, that was, you know, yeah, 2004. Yeah, they need to, they need to make like, they could really raise the stakes on like the MLS combine. You know what I mean? Like, have like some side thing there where, I don't know, just like throw a raw steak in the middle of the field and have the dudes mm-hmm. fight over it or something. I don't know. Some <laughs> Argentinian kid eat somebody's heart out just to eat a steak. Exactly. Uh, right. Christian Polanco in the chat, he says, whenever I comment on The Athletic, it says, Christian P, people always comment under my comments saying, is this Christian Pulisic? I could get two people canceled at once? <laughs> Bro, uh, I just I just got a, a message. This is brilliant. Brooks, um, Pack, my editor, just in our Slack, screenshotted a comment from Christian P that says, absolutely stunning work here. Wow. And said, wow, Christian Pulisic loved the story. So, that was me. That was you. Okay. That was All me. Right. Hold on. I'm going to say, <laughs> let me say some wild. Uh, let me put uh, Trump 2024 in the comments. Do not <laughs> do, do not do this. Uh, <laughs> it was triggering for some reason. <laughs> oh my god! We uh, will suspend you for that at the athletic. It is not a free speech zone. Okay, yeah, like, yeah, those yeah, comments are moderated. So. You know, By the like, way, you can't suspend me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, you're suspending uh, Christian P. Christian you guys decide. You guys decide who that is. Yeah. Uh, which we got a lot of people congratulating Christian in the chat for his wedding. Congratulations! I can confirm. From uh, by, you know, getting a ladder and going up to the second floor uh, so I could look in his apartment. Christian is no longer a virgin. Let's go. Hi. Come on. (laughs) We did it, everybody. We did it. Uh, Eric Keating says slap it up. Shouts to Eric Keating, who just got engaged uh, this weekend. Uh, Huge shouts to him. He watched Christian get married and decided I need to also make this mistake. Get in here. Get become one of us, buddy. Uh, The deal is prejudiced against Samsung and Android users. Uh, can you not get it? I think you could get Apple TV Plus. No, I thought this was like available on all devices. Yeah. What what's prejudice against Android users is me and like most other people. No, like, you whatever. know what's prejudice against Apple uh, Android users is every group chat. We don't want you in there. Oh we yeah. You're trying there. to tell me that like the like Osama bin Laden proof of life video quality thing where it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. You're trying to send me a video clip and it looks like you're broadcasting from a cave. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> no thank you. <laughs> That's that no, green. Thank you. You just made this whole chat green. That is disgusting. Yeah. Also, yeah. whenever you t- double tap to like a comment, you get a text underneath that says Alexis Guerrero's liked your comment. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Apple TV, Android. Let's see what happens. Apple TV has abruptly removed the option to render purchase movies through its Apple TV app on Android TV devices. Oh, I you, that, let me look at that. Hold on, there release, is I genuinely thought that there is an app, though. Let's see. Apple TV is an app on Google Play. You'll be fine. Here we go. Here we go. Um, Most live and automatic for Apple TV. Let's see. Anyone internet access? iPhone, iPad, Mac, Apple TV 4K, Apple TV HD, Samsung, LG, Panasonic, Sony, TCL, Vizio, and other smart TVs. Amazon Fire, Roku, PlayStation, Xbox, Chromecast, and Comcast Infinity. So basically everything on the Android. Yeah, I guess you can. Actually, I'm reading it now. You cannot. 
<laughs> that's right. rough, man. I mean, that's rough. Well, I guess I guess the three percent of you that have Androids. Yeah, well, yeah. like maybe you have an Android. Maybe you also have I don't know, like an Xbox and your and whatever mental hospital you're staying in like you know or just... bro where is where is the how many people are in the venn diagram of mls fans <laughs> and android users that will switch to apple because of mls not i mean i think people who are married to android are even more like married to that than people than like mac nut job oh people. they've dug, you know I mean? they like, dug the trenches exactly yeah, yeah. cannot admit failure i'm just going to keep sending those proof of life hostage videos to the group chat and getting hated on so you know hilarious if you have a smart tv you can get it and use it yeah that's what uh we read uh so i guess you know now you got to buy a smart tv or a smarter phone uh i have an android tv and i have an apple tv apps as mike explained thank you okay so all right so that's easy to understand uh which i'm gonna call it uh and Bandroid Galaxy Bexus says Nestor, uh, absolutely love it. It literally makes me smile every time you guys change something to a B. Uh, BlackBerry users, <laughs> I mean BlackBerry users. Oh Don't forget those Windows Phone users, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, I'm sorry to break the news to you, but you can't stream this on your Microsoft Zoom. Yeah, know, like you know, it's funny. You brought up, uh, you brought up Mac, uh, Mac, uh, Macaholics, or whatever it is you said. Yeah. Uh, Mac yeah. stands. I had to use a PC for the first time yesterday, and probably six seven years i had yeah. no idea the, the the mouse pad didn't work correctly i didn't know what i was doing it's not that I, bad bro I, bro i kept clicking i'm like why is only right click popping up and someone's like you're clicking on the right click button i was like i can't even see the button and to me it was just it was the worst it did it did feel like i i bought a macbook on wish.com that's what it felt like <laughs> uh yeah i mean i use a pc at work all the time at the shop and it's fine you know but that's for like diagnostic shit, though. Like you understand. No, I mean, I use it too. Like on my toolbox, I have a, you know, for all data, whatever else. I mean, you know, or if I just want to like fuck off at work. Yeah, it's PC. Yeah, it's fine. Which begs the question. And I want to talk to you more about this uh, article. But what is what 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 is the percentage of your life right now of work life between working at a shop and being a journalist? Oh, it's not. The journalism always comes first. I mean, that's my full time job. Yeah, but, but, but I'm saying, is that like 80 percent? Like, do you do you are you just in the shop for fun? Or are you like taking like, yeah, it'd be, it would be like 80, 90 percent writing and like 10 or, you know, like 20, 10 percent um, working on cars on the side in off hours. You know what I mean? I'm never like it's never a thing where I'm like choosing to work on a car instead of writing because I can't do that. You know right. I mean? Obviously. Um, but, like, you know, man, it's one of things where like, you, what's that? Are you mostly working on your own car? Are you like helping? I mean, I work on my own cars a lot, but I also like the, the last shop I worked at, which is a shop in the Northern Virginia suburbs that just works on exotics and stuff. Like the owner was like, leave your tools here and the stuff that you're good at. You know, I have a few specialties that the other guys at the shop don't want to touch. I'll call you in whenever and you can come chip away at it. You know, nights, weekends, I have a key to the place. And then, yeah, it all, you know, it's good for me because it, I have a huge toolbox and I have my own cars, four of them, right? Um, some projects even don't run well. So it's a place for me to keep those things. You know what I mean? But I mean, if I'm being real with you, Lex, it's like, you don't, if you do a job like working on cars for 20 years, you don't just like stop doing it. You know what I mean? It's kind of in your blood a little bit, becomes part of your identity. So, you know, it'd be tough for me to just never do it. You know, that was my intention when I went full time writing. I was like, cool, man, I hang it up, whatever. It just didn't work out that way. You know, so well, how, what are your thoughts on electric cars? I would love to have one, man. I mean, I've been looking at 
if I could if I could find one, I would consider buying like a Hyundai Ionic, the all electric one. Oh, the looks, Ionic Five, bro, it looks tight as hell, and like that shit is fire. I know, man, but it's also seventy Gs. I mean, these things are getting crazy expensive. So that's what the, I that's the dual motor one, though. Yeah. So what I'm considering doing, and I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, is but you know that Dodge Rampage I have, that little car truck thing. You're gonna convert it. I'm thinking about doing an EV conversion on the Rampage, dude. Where because would you, was, you could lay the batteries under the bed. Yeah, or just in the bed. I don't really haul stuff around with it. I could use like half the bed for batteries, right? And then just get two traction motors. I mean, there are companies that sell kits to convert like any car. Yeah. Right. And it could still be, you know, the car is already terrifyingly fast right now. It'd be even faster. You know oh, what I mean? Be, like it'd be sick as hell. Yeah. You'd have so, it, you'd have dual dual motor front and back. No, I think I might just do the front wheels. You know what I mean? Like the way it is now. So like uh but i don't know we'll, we'll see what happens um, i've I, look i texted you once i said hey yo my favorite my favorite car is the starion slash conquest yeah yeah i mean that's impeccable taste dude that is just it's fantastic i'm serious it's just, it really is one of the greatest cars i've ever been in and it uh, speaks uh, to me you know one of my uncle's friends had one and he he did a donut in a parking lot in one i was like oh this thing's a spaceship you know uh yeah. but i've always loved it uh but i want i want to buy one of those and convert it to electric Oh, that'd be yeah, that'd be great. I mean, my the project I got now is that it's a Z thirty one three hundred ZX, like early eighties. I know, I remember that. Was that Datsun days, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so that's, Dude, that was that's one of my dream cars coming up. Oh yeah, man. I, those I got the car. Those are the cars. Those were like the supercars of Nork. You know what I mean? Right, so I got, you had like <laughs> Jetta GLIs, three hundred ZXs, two eighty ZXs. For me, uh, like I, I would in in Boston, it was more like the drug dealer car, and that was the um, BMW six series. Oh. Like the 635 CSI, the, the sharp nose one, that shit was exclusively driven by like, if you saw it coming in your neighborhood, it was like someone's buying something. A hundred percent. If you saw, if you saw in my neighborhood, if you saw a BMW series six, or yeah. if you saw the, was it the 850 Ti? Oh, the, the two, the two door, those things are worth crazy money now, man. Yeah, Bro, if you saw one of those joints parked, it's over. Was was getting killed. Yo, yeah. some, um, a hit was put on somebody, and they came to verify you got the right guy. It yeah, was, I mean, the only so, the selling point on the Z for me was like digital dashboard. It has a whole voice command system where, if the doors open, you know, some robotic woman voice. It's like door is open. You know, oh, like, what was it? Remember, uh, I'm gonna get your sucker. The door yeah, yeah. is ajar. Yeah. The door is ajar. My fucker, close the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Robin Seguini said, "How old is Alexis anyway? Has anyone ever figured it out? I'm 22 years old, dude. I tell you, I just look like shit. God, <laughs> I keep man. telling you, I just look like absolute garbage. If I did uh, not know, I drank underage with you. That's wild. Yeah, you know? yeah, dude. Uh, don't tell anyone. And you hit my car when I had the two kids in the back. Um, <laughs> Uh, bro, can you have a 1967 Mustang converted to being electric now? You can, but why would you? This yeah, is you could do anything. You know, this is not a car channel. Uh, but uh, and D is a cougar. Says Robin Seguini. A woman said that, which is why that's okay. Um, <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> Drew Turo said, "Bim my <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely love you. Uh Dodge Ampage. They're saying for some reason you took the R out of it is Ampage. Uh which we'll call it. Uh the car yeah, is- it's, it's electric. It's an electric uh pun. Amp, like amps, amperes. Oh, Dodge I'm Ampage. getting it now. That's good. I like that. Buddy. I would act, maybe I could you keep the current graphics, just peel the R off. Or like uh put put the what is that? Like, you know, remember the when you would take the the sticker off or the the letter off, the decal? 
it would have like the ghost of the letter around it because of the, the sign scarring. Yeah. yeah, you could have that for the R. That'd be so dope. I love people who uh not, not to get off the rails here, but like if I could just Buddy, take a moment to, what to rail. What have we been on since we yeah. met? If I could just take a moment to rail on people who like have vanity plates that are just the type of like it'll be like um like a Toyota Camry and the license plate says Camry. What yeah. like who the fuck are you people? Like what yeah. is like what is that? Also, why well, that it, would be, it would be incredible to have like a Honda Accord and have a license plate that says Camry or something. But it makes like, no sense. Why? Why yeah. are you that proud to have a Camry to begin with? Doesn't make make sense. Camry what did you like, get denied yeah. as an Uber driver like six times in a row, and then the seventh one you finally got it? Uh, yeah, I don't get it. it. Yeah. All right, let's move on. And let's move on. Although I do have a question for you. What do you think about the uh, used car sale? Uh, used car prices going? It's wild, right man. I mean, I've been tempted to. I've I've gotten a couple offers on um, a couple of my cars, and it's just nuts. I mean, like even that Z that I bought, it had not run in seven years, right? And needed all kinds of work, and um, it was not cheap. <laughs> so I mean, like every every trash car at this point is selling for an insane amount of money. It's know? nuts, dude. Uh, the car that I have is a piece of shit. It's a 2013 Ford C Max. We've talked about it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I wanted to convert something electric, and Paulo just goes like, "Don't, don't do it." Uh, <laughs> which we call it. There, it's a hybrid. Thank you very much. Gets 34 miles per gallon. I don't know how it's a hybrid, but uh, which we call it. I just looked it up on Kelly Blue Book. The Trade-in value is more than what I paid for it in like 2015. <laughs> That's incredible. It's insane. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. let's get back to uh, let's get back to a little bit of soccer. Uh, if anybody wants to buy, although there was an old, someone put a Ford Escort. There was an old Ford Escort that had like it was like a rally version. It had like a uh, a British guy's name. Yeah, Cosworth. Cosworth. I, I scored Cosworth. If I could, so find you're kind about one of the one of the greatest like little handling. I mean, it's a hot hatch. Like, yeah, they're incredible. If I could find one of those, my life would be complete. That and a but, I mean, Google like I think it's Ford RS 200. Possibly, it's the one with a weird like whale tail spoiler. Uh, Ford RS. Is that 200. the modern one? I Google Ford RS 200. Look at that. Tell me, it's not like one of the hottest cars you've ever seen. In your oh, life. that is. Yeah. This looks like this was the car they wanted to use in Back to the Future. Yeah, and so they they made a because it did this rally racing stuff, they had to homologate it, which means they made like a hundred for the public market. So they actually exist out there, you know. That's I crazy. mean all those rally cars are those like Lancia Deltas and like the Lancia you know, is the shit, bro. Like I, I was that, really big the, into rally racing. That's first why I got gen, a through. Like the first gen like Audi Quattros. I mean, those all those polygon cars are incredible, you know. That's why I got into that's why I got the Subaru WRX because I was so into rally racing. And yeah. then it got stolen three times, and the last time they shot bullets out of the trunk. <laughs> so it got rid of it right away. Uh Toyota Celica. Alexis, uh, can you ask Pablo if he plans to become an owner of Cove Haven in the Poconos in his later <laughs> retired years. You took a co-invest. Do you know, you know about Cove Haven? Bro. I mean, my, I think my uh, Instagram uh, avatar is me in the hot tub in the champagne glass hot tub there. You know. I've performed at the Cove Haven. I believe that based on what I saw. <laughs> I believe that you did. It's the saddest gig. It's for everyone who doesn't know. The Poconos <laughs> was like a romantic getaway, probably in like the 60s, 70s, 80s, maybe. Look, man, I went there with uh, my girlfriend who I'm still with. This was probably about five years ago. I'm, I'm going to tell you two things. One was we got there, took some photos in the hot tub and stuff like that. By the way, hold on. The Before you say, when you walk in, there's a large martini glass, but they... I guess they don't have the water function working anymore. So they, yeah, they do. 
They filled it with packing peanuts. <laughs> what? Really? It's just packing peanuts. Those like S. Oh, like in the, you're talking about where you do stand up. I'm talking no, about no, they have... right. Right. When you walk in the lobby, there's a massive oh, yeah, martini yeah, glass. Okay. Right, the yeah. water it right, used so... to have water and be bubbly. Yeah, bro, the rooms have giant champagne glass hot tubs. Right. And like, yeah, of course, I will say this. Like you, you talked about it being romantic. If you walk into those rooms, like, ex- please excuse my French here, but like the first thing you think about is like, we got to fuck. Like, 100%. It's, just, like, it's like the only reason you're there is I don't care if you've been with some person for like 20 years. Immediately, you're going to be like in high school again or like that level of horniness. If right? you walk into there, if <laughs> someone told you that there's going to be a liaison to settle your divorce case and yeah. it was in that room and the liaison was late, you'd sleep with each other before the liaison got there. That's how... Yeah. The room looks like a porn set. Oh, it does. It has, you know, there's steps that go up. There's like a heart-shaped bed. There's a heart-shaped sauna. Heart-shaped bed. Where are you finding those mattresses? That's why I didn't Bro, stay there's... there. I drove home. I drove home. No, the They're second thing about it is. Just Just Exactly. Right? It just it like turn up. You spray luminol in that room. It's like the sun. Right? You like, jump in the bed. is like, <laughs> you hear crunching so, on the mattress. All right, so the second thing about that is the second you finish having sex, you're like, we got to go. We have to leave. We cannot yeah. sleep here. I'm not going to sleep in this heart-shaped common crusted bed or whatever. Bro, you know, first like- of all, it's the only place where you want to have sex naked, but then shower with flip-flops on. <laughs> the place is <laughs> disgusting, dude. Yeah, but I enjoyed my time there. I would go back. It's like, uh, it's a weird place, man. It's a really weird place. And let me tell yeah. you about my show. So they have these like ornate like theaters. They have like three or four of them where clearly like, lounge lounge lizards used to perform in like yeah. the seats are super cushy the tables are molded in everything's like covered in big, like bro this was a big place back in the day like all these huge. places were. i could see like yeah. sinatra performing there like these yeah. places are elaborate but very past its date not been well taken care of it's amazing right um like I think Pablo went there like if, thinking it would be abandoned and there were people at the lobby desk so you couldn't take <laughs> pictures you had to stay there uh so they give you $200 to perform for an hour, which is nothing. Okay. But if you're willing to only take 150, they'll give you a room for the night. Oh. So the thing is, there's the performers' rooms, which are very barren. It's in like the newer building, but it was in like, it's not ornate. Or yeah. you could get one of the suites if you tell them you're bringing a significant other. They'll give you one of the suites. And it is. It's essentially like a, a fuck palace for people with bad knees. It's like yeah. people who remember this being dope. It's horrific. And someone said venue for Cooligans Con. That actually might be one of the greatest ideas of all time. I like that a lot. Nicole okay. Arias. Holy shit. We got to do. So- I mean, I'm not telling you the people the next morning will be sharing stories of how to of how itchy they are from the beds. The place is so weird. I wonder if there's a way to can I share my screen because I have pulled up here. Um, I mean, I might be able to do it. No, hold on. I think I could do it. Uh, never mind. I'll just I'll describe it. So some years ago, I was going to do I after I stayed there, I was like, let me do a story on this place. And I found the original U.S. patent for the champagne glass hot tub. Right. Of it's, course it's, you would. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, hold so, on. For those of you who tune into a soccer show, hit the like button because this is so far an incredible show. And Christian is probably flipping out in the Delta Lounge right now. So this was filed in 1985, which is later than I would have thought. Uh, it's a 14 year patent. And like it's written in that like professional language, you know, like 
the design X is for the enjoyment of blah, 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 which is hilarious. But then I fell down a rabbit hole with this guy, Morris B. Wilkins, who is the guy who invented, he also invented the heart-shaped bathtub. And like some, you know, I think the New York Times in like the 80s did an interview with him. And he was like, they were like, why did you invent the bathtub? And literally his answer was like, uh, there was a lot of action in the bedroom and I, I wanted some action in the bathroom too. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Morris so, B. Wilkins. Exactly. My man, oh, Morris. Like, Dude, yeah. Put it back right. in your pants, Morris. <laughs> right. I mean, to be clear again, I am MLS's target audience for the streaming deal Saturday nights because I'm sitting here finding U.S. Mm-hmm. patents for champagne glass hot tubs. Very you know much I mean? so. Like, by right, the way, people right. are saying a lit idea for a convention, a weekend of soccer and comedy, says Lex. I paid two to three hundred for that weekend aside from the cost of stay. And this might be this might be something we need to figure out. Bro, you, I mean, you should look at Copenhagen. It's like it's in between D.C. and New York and other cities. And like, oh, I know it. Uh, we're talking. Yeah, about that's Cove what I'm saying. Right I mean, I would I would go. You know what I mean? Like, Bro, we could do we could do comedy, soccer, car show. Orgy is are you okay <laughs> not with me i'm just yeah, saying yeah, yeah 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 y'all let me know how that goes uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah christian polanco we're talking about rebel arena i swear uh d Stu <laughs> just tuned in at fuck palace says christian <laughs> polanco. welcome to the show without you christian uh we're simply talking about cove haven which i think you've done i'm pretty sure you've also performed at uh cove haven uh, do we get pizza at the convention? We might have to invite up some New York pizza shops. This this could be a real this could be this a real fun weekend. together. It's ridiculous. You know? This could be a real fun weekend. Uh, comedy, soccer, pizza, car show, possibly orgy up to you. You know, <laughs> maybe, maybe during the day we have like an abandoned style field trip where I take everybody to like one of these abandoned resorts. We yeah, go through there. let's let people get arrested. <laughs> people get tetanus you know yeah let's, all, let's all take a picture of a guy hiding under a sink and not realize it until after we <laughs> God, uh, which is one of my favorite pizza and i'll bring malort says nicole hack you know what nicole you might have been on to something this whole time this might be genius how am i going to sell this to christian when he gets back i have no clue i'm, fa- <laughs> I'm fairly sure that cove haven i hope cove haven has an apple plus subscription because we're streaming to my last games there oh, too. you know what we're not going there we're not doing it well, the thing about cove haven is like streaming we don't like we have tube televisions at the bar what are you talking about you know what i mean like hilarious yeah. uh someone said special guest men in blazers we'll give them the name of a of a different uh address Yes. Um, <laughs> and then that abandonment, the, the abandoned, you know, yeah. we'll say we'll send him an Uber and it's uh, it's Pablo in an electrified Ampage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> today's show evolution the Cooligans, the Cargans, the Cummigans. What's next? I don't want to know. Uh, let's well, I look, I only have you for a few more minutes, so I do want to talk a little bit about uh, speaking of orgies, we Willie. <laughs> Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> we will that mean, right. well we will come on now uh, oh, everybody see, if you have to explain it it's not funny hit the yeah. like button there's 72 of you watching please hit the like button uh because there's only 24 of you have hit the like button but uh and if you're listening and you're like i can't hit the like button leave a positive review or join the patreon that'd be so dope of you i just, um, I just hit the like button very nice. like yeah thank you okay we got one more baby uh <laughs> The king of segways, Spike Spillane. Whatever, we here now. Uh, let's talk about B. Billy, uh, Wee Willie McLean. Uh, wh- you talked a little bit about what inspired you to write it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to give up too much of the story, but... I, th- I think we can dive a little far into it if you want. It's fine. Yeah. But I don't want to go crazy. But one of the things that I like about it is it reminds me of that documentary that I saw of uh, the guy who was trying to figure out 
does doping help you win the Tour de France? And then next thing you know, he uncovers, you know, like, you know, Russian doping scandals. It's yeah, like when yeah. right when I thought the article was going to be over, it felt like I look over and I realize, oh, I'm halfway done. And this takes a pretty wild turn. One of the things is the the player seemingly disappeared and he did because he basically left and changed his name. Yeah, so the background here, this guy was on the, the 34 US World Cup team. Um and just vanishes in 1938. And it turns out this guy, Wee Willie McLean, has a daughter who's still alive. She's at now she's 91. Um, and shockingly enough, she is like willing to talk to me at length and willing to participate in all this. So, you know, I interviewed her and she she said, Yeah, this dude literally told my mom he was going out for a pack of cigarettes and never came back. It's like the old thing you hear about deadbeat dads or whatever it's like a figure of speech but it actually happened you know yeah, like, when i read that i was like they're making this up i thought that was going to be like the reveal i thought like the wife killed him or something you know no. <laughs> so so he bounced um he sort of like he ran from his family unbeknownst at the time to them um and to everybody else, I mean, like he'd had like all these head injuries from playing soccer. Um, he had to share like mental issues. You know, he wasn't a stable person. He ends up running away. Um, and at that point, he's dead to the world. Right. I mean, like all these soccer administrators, all these other people are looking for him. They never find him. Um, even in the 90s or 2000s, you know, the St. Louis Soccer Hall, they would have these dinners. And I found like a newsletter from one of these things where they were talking about him and like nobody knew what happened to him. He just vanished. Right. So um, it turns out again, without giving too much away, the guy changes his name and moves to Davenport, Iowa has another nervous breakdown um, starts a whole ass other family. I mean, just, it's like you said, the whole, the whole story just spirals. Right. And like we were able to get, because his daughter participated, for example, Willie McLean, his mental health records from the state-run asylum in Iowa miraculously just still existed 80 years later on microfiche, right? And his daughter signed a release for it. So, you know, in those mental health records, and we have, like, all these just – it's like Willie's life story in excruciating detail. Here's an interview with him, interview with his wife at the time, like – um, it's one of those things that just like has so many tentacles that reach out in so many directions and, um, you know, so many things that are still like relevant today, mental health, you know, head trauma, just family bullshit that, you know, every family has a secret like this and maybe not quite like this, you know what I mean? Right, but yeah, like, yeah. You know, there's always some shit. It's like, I frequently think about me approaching these people and talking to them and, them divulging all this stuff just you know what if in 40 years somebody came to me and was like hey i want to talk to you about like your cousin laura or something like that and it turns out that x y and z you know, i mean it's just wild you know so i mean what are the go read it go me. read it and subscribe if you don't even if you cancel a trial it's even like it's, it's honestly incredible i mean i couldn't wait to get to the bottom of the of the article and click the green character because it asks you at the bottom of every athletic character, like, hey, would you think of article? Would you think of this? And it was like, I hated it. I liked it. I loved it. I dude, I loved it. It was the part that was so intriguing is, and maybe I don't know if you if you thought of this as well, but there were so many parallels to the uh, Aaron Fernandez, Aaron Hernandez story. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was so many like just this idea of like all the head trauma, and it kind of in the in the article it alludes a lot to it in the beginning, and you're like, oh okay, I'm starting to see some foreshadowing yeah. here. Um, but it kind of gave me so many parallels of like. You know, just the the trouble someone goes through when they have this much head trauma in sport. Now, back then, it was just like, 
no, whatever. You know, oh, he's he's having a bad day. You know, <laughs> right, right. I remember seeing a clip it. from like the seventies. There's an English uh, manager, and he, he called it like footballer's head or something like that. It's like, oh, gosh, <laughs> exactly. It's like, you laugh about that, but at the same time, it's like, that's the level of ignorance that existed. You know, um, Jess in the comments who says I gave, gave the uh, twist away. I mean, I'm the one who there, gave it away. She said, yeah, there, there's so much more to that story, man. I mean, it's like, right. I'm not even scratching the surface um, on it, the, you know, but John, but, yeah, I mean, it's, said, John Carl Tritt says, Debbie dad, Alexis having Maradona flashbacks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> again, Maradona is my dad. Everyone remember that he had children in Cuba. Gotta be it's, him. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, what I would say, dude, is, um, is that it's like, uh, you know, the, about the Aaron Hernandez thing and about like his head trauma kind of explaining his mental illness. I mean, it's just one of those things, man, where like people want to make most things black or white. You know, people would be, I mean, Matt and I struggle with it right in the piece where it's like, shit, how do we like convey the complexity of this guy's life and experience when he did like some really reprehensible things? Um, But on the other hand, it's like you can't discount all this other stuff. He's interceding circumstances. The fact that he was sort of like forgotten to the world in these mental hospitals. I mean, like if you if you if you learn enough about any one person, you're going to find your view on them probably softens. And like, I think we wrote in the piece that if you, if you spend enough time, like years of your life laboring, you know, sort of like working and researching one person, you probably start like laboring under the delusion that you understand them or that they're like you a little bit. And that definitely happened with Willie, man. It's complicated. You know, I think it's like like anything else. I think this is one of the things that I also try to achieve when I'm on stage telling like a, a bit of a story, you know, like I try to get, I try to make it or say it in a way, obviously, you know, it most important for me is funny, but the underlying part of that is I hope that the person listening wonders would I have made that same decision had it be me. You know what I mean? Or what yeah. would I do if I were in those shoes? That's what I hope happens, you know? Uh, but I think one of the, one of the powers of, of the way you tell a story as well uh, and someone just said it. Uh, Robin Seguini said, oh, I plan to. I love Pablo's investigative stories, uh, which we'll call it because Alexander Abno said, uh, hi, everyone. To reiterate, please read the story. Otherwise, the last two years will have been meaningless. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. Man. <laughs> I, I really I, I just want to come back to that for a second. Like the the story doesn't exist without the outlet um cutting a check without alex and brooks giving me uh, no exaggeration literal weeks months on end to do the really hard work of you know like uh, had over 100 interviews you know going through public record records requests like driving to iowa twice driving to st louis like these things cost money at companies you know what i mean so like really honestly if you don't subscribe just give us one a chance. And, you know, I, I think you're going to like a lot, everything else you see at the site, but like, I never do the sales pitch, but this is the one story, man, where like, go, go support it, honestly. Cause it's, it's, I guarantee you it'd be the most fucked up, crazy soccer story you read this year, maybe Look, the next few years. So I can, I can tell you that I do not read. Okay. I'm <laughs> you physically cannot read. <laughs> I, I stay away from it as much as possible. Yeah, and I promise yeah. you when I tell you, as much as I did not have time to do it earlier, and you could see because the show started late, I absolutely read every word of this article. It was 
intriguing from the first word to the last. It was absolutely incredible. And honestly, I can't wait for the documentary or for the movie that's going to come from this because it just it's so dope. It's just another one of those stories where, look, I could care less what happens to a fountain, but I was so intrigued by it. Like, this is crazy. And I also just think about like these nice people in Iowa who have their day interrupted by a tattooed, (laughs) long haired Spaniard who's from D.C. pulling up in an 87 Corvette. And what I assume is a mink. I assume you showed up in a mink. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, There was, I mean, what you're saying is really funny. There was definitely a cultural kind of clash to all this. And you you don't say. (laughs) No, yeah. I mean, I I just like, I I feel, I feel genuinely like blessed that I I just wrote the Constance, uh, who's Willie's granddaughter. I just wrote her an email and sent her the story this morning. And I said, I feel so genuinely blessed that our lives and families intersected and that like you were so open to this right because like that's the other thing bro is like the the mental health records you read the story you saw how big of a chunk of our research that was we don't get those unless like the you know willie's daughter is just open to this you know it's like i i don't know i mean like um i think a lot of that is because of my incredible people skills and i you know sort of like your charm charm. whatever but your charm your charm disarms us all much like hitting the button on a on a key fob yeah just charm the the pants off that 88 year old woman (laughs) wearing vans am i allowed to say that that was shocking yeah 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 (laughs) she knew you were coming dude um she was like i think i get one last one uh (laughs) <laughs> David Meyer said the Bathletic has some amazing stories. <laughs> I agree. Uh, check out what the What is the deal with this 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 B thing? You know is it like saying uh, Pessy, like Pinaldo? I'll explain right. it after. Uh, right. I've I've explained it on the show like six times already. Uh, okay. But I'll explain it to you after, uh, or maybe I'll just leave it open and you don't know why people are calling you Bablo Matt Blower. That's um, fine. People <laughs> mess with my name constantly. It's okay. Yeah. Um, which McCoy? Uh, first of all, uh, where where can people follow you? I'm sure everyone knows it, but where can people follow you? Uh, MLS ist on Twitter. Uh, Pablo Mauer, my name on Instagram. But most importantly, like I said, go go subscribe and go read We Willie, and then That's search it. for all my other stuff. I think you'll if you like that story, you'll like the other stuff. If you don't, go fuck yourself. I no, believe so. you. I believe you tweeted out the the article. So if you click on that, if you click on that link and you're not a member, start the free trial. Go check it out. Uh, it's absolute. I honestly, I can't explain to you enough. I do not read. I, I don't care to read. I've done it before. Not, you, said not that like, you said that like 10 times, like you're embarrassed by the idea of reading or something. No, like, no, no, no. I'm just letting people know that if I'm telling you this is a good article, that means it's a great article. OK, because I really don't I don't waste my time. I don't even read nutrition labels. You know what I mean? I try to stay away from it. Uh, <laughs> Nestor says he'll explain it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I absolutely love you guys. Thank you for everyone for sticking around. I know we started a few minutes late. You guys are the absolute best. Uh, if you haven't already hit the like button, share this out. That would be dope. Uh, join the Patreon. We got some cool stuff. Oh, maybe we'll get some, uh, we'll get some honeymoon content on the Patreon. That'd be dope. Uh, we'll get some cool stuff going on there. Not the, what you're thinking of. They're not staying at Cove Haven. You know what I mean? Um, and maybe we'll plan this. Uh, maybe we'll make it a gully, uh, a gully squad event, uh, over at Cove Haven. That would be so dope. I'm there. I'm there. Um, and Pablo will be there. You already know one of the guests. Uh, thank you everyone. Uh, hit the subscribe button, leave a comment, do all those things you're supposed to do. Uh, uh, thank you for sticking around. Love you guys.